Good morning, afternoon, and evening, you lovely people. You're tuning in to the Safe Space Podcast, the podcast where you deserve to be heard. I'm your host, Ganesh, and it is so great to have you here. And it is so great to be here for the first ever episode of this podcast. You know, this podcast has been something that I'm very excited about. I hope to see it go the distance. I hope to see and be a part of this great journey. And, you know, while I'm excited, I'm also a bit nervous because, you know, with projects, I tend to, like, get excited at the start. You know, it's a shiny object. Um, I can't wait to suddenly get the ball rolling. But, you know, along the way, I will feel a bit eh, nervous. Uh, I'm not sure what to expect about it. Maybe people might not like it. Although those are my own expectations. So I hope you can be patient with me as I try to sort this podcast out as well. And, you know, I want this place to be something that not only you can learn, but also I can learn as well. And, you know, this podcast has been something that has been in the works for months. You know, I've been going back and forth with ideas and such. And um, I am someone who is very big on mental health. And, you know, I want to do something about it. But I didn't want to just do like a small project. I want to do something very big, a very big idea. And this uh, idea has been in the works for months, uh, you know, with different ideas and such. But here we are with a podcast. But before, you know, I talk more about what this podcast is about, let me introduce you to me. Uh, I'm your host, Ganesh, and I'm 22 years old and I live in Singapore. I was born here. I was raised here. and I'm still living here and I am a content creator. I like making films, I like writing and most importantly, I like creating stories. When I was young, I used to read a lot of stories and these stories were very inspiring to me. Not only because like I could step into a different world, explore something new, something exciting, but it's because the lessons they teach were also very was something that really stuck with me, you know, not only character development, but life lessons, things about things about growth, things about thoughts, anxiety, uh, coming of age. And these are the types of things that really got me interested at such a young age. And they really stuck with me now. And even when I see stories now, either in film or when, when I read, they still really excite me. And so because of that, it's inspired me to want to create stories so that I can inspire people you know, with these kind of lessons that these stories have also inspired me as well. So it's kind of like a hand-in-hand kind of thing, you know? And the one thing that I really want to impart on people is really about mental health. In my experience in it, mental health has been a huge part in my journey. And you might think that, oh, that means maybe I might have started from a very young age. Well, the funny thing is, me and mental health... I was really like not aware of it at a young age. And you can say I was even ignorant about it because I didn't really know about it that much. And in an Asian society like Singapore, you know, the culture is much more different uh, in regards to mental health. And so mental health is kind of looked down upon. It's kind of taboo. And, you know, it's not something that we really talk about. And that's what I had growing up. So, you know, with me and my emotions, I never really understood it that well. And later along the line, I suffered a lot. And so the one thing I realized about my mental health journey was that I 
had no space to kind of feel comfortable in. I didn't know who I could talk to. And a lot of times I was alone. And that was very difficult for the most part. I mean, now I'm at least uh, getting the help I'm, I get and I'm recovering, of course. But I hope that I can at least help other people on their journey with mental health because I don't want people to go through what I did because I know the experience firsthand and it sucks. And thus, the Safe Space Podcast. And, you know, the Safe Space Podcast is a big opportunity for me to really dive deep into mental health and to allow a, a platform for other people. And so for me with mental health, I w- I've always struggled to find a place to talk about it openly. I mean, you compare mental health topics in the past to now, it's easier to talk about it now, but there's still a long way to go. Sure, 10% is bigger than zero, but it's still not a lot. And there's still a lot of things that we have to cover. I think that um, we are only scratching the surface of what we can talk about with mental health. If you look online, you want to talk about mental health, Sure, there are podcasts. Sure, there are also like videos and even articles about it. But it's all—it's kind of where we don't really want to go deeper about the emotions, the thoughts that go through. And it's mainly because of the fact that it's a very controversial, a very deep topic where you kind of have to go through personal stuff. And some people might not be comfortable with that. But at the same time, it seems as though we are only avoiding this topic of being vulnerable. If our emotions like these negative emotions are bad and we should avoid it. And I mean, negativity is obviously something <laughs> it's quite hard to deal with, but it's not something that I think we should be running away from. I think we should at least be trying to approach it rather than run away from it. You look at articles that kind of talk about mental health and you would see like, oh, here are five ways to beat stress or how to manage your depression. And that's great, you know, that at least there are some tips and tricks, you know, advice to go around, but there has to be more than that, I feel. And when I want to open up about my mental health, it's always like, oh, you should, you know, try this, try that. But my emotions kind of like get swept away. And I talk to other people as well. I talk to friends, loved ones, and there's this sort of, similar experience where people are afraid to open up because, you know, there might be backlash or people might not understand. And I want to change that. So the Safe Space Podcast is this idea I have. And I hope that with this Safe Space Podcast that we can dive deeper into this kind of topics with mental health, with mental illness. And I want to be able to open up and go deeper than what's talked about. I want to be able to challenge this idea that mental health is something that we have to be afraid of. And for all of us to kind of like feel vulnerable as we talk about mental health and what we go through. Because this is a safe space and to understand our emotions better, it's good to not run away from it, but better to embrace it and kind of like face it. As scary and hurtful it would be. And I I know that because I'm still going through that now. So I hope we're you know, this can be a place where you and I can explore these kind of emotions together. And of course, as I say all this, I want to also advise you guys, the, the viewers, 
the listeners that the Safe Space Podcast, we, I plan to kind of discuss things in depth and go into these kind of like personal topics. And because this is like about mental health and if we go deeper, there will be stuff that people might not be comfortable with. And it's totally understandable. You don't have to force yourself. I would definitely advise that if this is something that you are not comfortable and don't want to kind of listen to, please feel free to kind of go away. Because if you are uncomfortable, this isn't a safe space. And I want it to be a safe space. So, you know, if you are comfortable with it, please feel free to stay. And if you want to join on this journey, I hope I hope you join me on this great journey because mental health is something important to me. And I want to be able to talk about it more openly. And if you feel like you want to join on this journey, like you want to talk with me, feel free to hit me up. My email is at kanji10.10 at gmail.com. That is K-A-N-G-I-T-E-N dot one zero at gmail.com. It's also in the description. So you can always write in as well. I'm more than happy. I want people to share their experiences and for all of us to not only listen and understand, but also feel like we are not alone in this journey of mental health. And I think that is very important. And you know, you've heard this word a lot, this safe space. And you might be wondering, what is this safe space anyways? Well, after the break, we'll be talking more about what is a safe space and why it is important. Stay tuned. And welcome back. You're tuning in to the Safe Space Podcast. Before the break, I was talking about what this Safe Space Podcast was about. But along the way, you were hearing this word, this term come up very frequently. Safe space. What is a safe space? And by definition, it's very straightforward. You know, you have a safe and you have a space. But, you know, when you also look at the term without context, some people might find it weird or they might find it a bit unconventional because it's sort of a different term than what people might expect. But at the same time, it's very straightforward. And, you know, when we take it into our day-to-day lives, it's actually quite helpful, I think. And, you know, a safe space doesn't have to be something physical. It doesn't have to be a place of a real physical space where that place is only safe. But it can be somewhere, it can be anywhere where you feel supported or you can feel connected. It's a place where you can feel appreciated for who you are. If I could give an example, you know, for marginalized people like the LGBT group, they have they have these groups where they can come together because they feel safe in that environment and they can be accepted for who they are. And that's one idea of a safe space. But another idea of a safe space is when when you're feeling really overwhelmed, when you're really stressed and you need to kind of be away from everything and to kind of be with you be with their emotions that is also what a safe space is you know for example maybe you being at home in your room alone that to you is your safe space you just need some time alone some other people they prefer that if they are with their friends with their close friends that is their safe space where they can talk about anything joke laugh and (laughs) kind of just enjoy themselves that can be a safe space for me like my safe space is when I can just walk outside, especially in parks. I like to be in nature and it really does calm me. It really does allow me to be with my own thoughts. And it, it must, I, I get immersed 
with everything around me. And that is my safe space. Other people, you know, they, if you're a creator, you, let's say you're a musician and you create songs and that is your way of like releasing, releasing tension and kind of like letting all those emotions out. That can also be a safe space or even like sleeping because as long as the environment is safe and you feel comfortable in it, then that can be a safe space. It doesn't have to be one spot or one place. It can be done either within your home or even in a public toilet. Like that is an example. Obviously, don't do it in a public toilet. I mean, if you have no choice, but as you hear me ramble, you might be wondering, why do you need a safe space? Is it really that necessary? Are you telling me to go to a toilet to feel safe? Not necessarily, but I do think that a safe space is quite essential because it's important for our day-to-day lives to kind of have a healthy environment to live in. At the same time, it's not always possible that we don't feel stressed or we don't feel overwhelmed because there's going to be there's going to be stuff that we can't deal with or we're going to feel very anxious with work or stuff. Like if you're at work and there are things you can't complete and you feel really stressed out by it and you can't obviously leave work. That's a no-go. Sure, you can take five, ten minutes off, but you should have to come back. And where do you even go during that break? And these are the types of things where a safe space is important, where you can feel comfortable, be able to kind of be in that emotions and tell yourself that it's okay and kind of feel grounded, come back to where you are at that present moment because it kind of sucks to kind of feel all these emotions overwhelming you and then you're not able to do anything about it. And it's important to kind of be vulnerable with these emotions. We allow ourselves to be with these emotions and feel be real with them and allow ourselves to catch a break instead of kind of like repressing it. When we repress it, it's like sometimes we have no choice, you know, or you're at work, you don't want other people to notice, or you're at school. Imagine like your emotions are a water bottle, okay? And then whatever goes inside are like the emotions you repress. And over time, that bottle's going to get filled up. And when it fills up, then everything comes like spills up. And that may be a case where you blow up, where the emotions really just get out of control. And we need a place where we can be with these emotions to avoid the bottle overfilling and be able to kind of remove the contents slowly. And for some people, you know, that safe space, you don't have to really tackle the issues with the emotions. Some people, you know, like they might want to play games or kind of like not be with their negative thoughts, which is fine. You don't have to deal with it because it's not always the case where we're in a good state to be able to think about the situation or the problems we have. But as long as we have a place where we can catch a break and be grounded, be vulnerable with how we're feeling, and I think that is why a safe space is crucial in our day-to-day life. And I want to stress, you know, the importance that while we have a safe space, that there are also things that, you know, we should be aware of, like some considerations and precautions when you have a safe space. Um, when you have your own safe space, it's important to also have lines that people do not cross, boundaries, if you will, because these boundaries are there to make sure that your safe space remains safe, that they don't, that you don't feel threatened even in your own safe space. For example, you know, for me, my safe space, I don't like it when people 
kind of like invade the safe space without my permission or tell me what to do. I don't like it because I don't need someone telling me like the steps to fix my problems. Or if I am I if I wish to be alone, I don't want people suddenly kind of like inter- intervening in my alone time. Because that is my boundary. I don't like that. And I will set that across. The same with your own safe space. It shouldn't be something where people cross. Imagine it like your own treehouse. What are some rules that you can set? You know, what are some things that you wouldn't want people to do in there if they are in there or, you know, if they have permission? Another crucial thing to remember that is everyone's safe space looks different and people's safe spaces may be completely different from what you have. Like for me, I like walking in the park. I like being alone. But for other people, they like being with their friends. They like being at home. They like letting all all of it out. And everyone's different in that aspect. And it is important to remember that we have to kind of respect what other people's safe spaces are and not cross that boundary as well. And one final crucial thing about safe spaces is that you might have an idea of wanting to be a safe space for other people. You know, wanting for other people to feel safe and comfortable around you. And that is a great idea, a very considerate idea. And, you know, it, I think a lot of people would like that. At the same time, with that, we should remember that we don't create safe spaces for someone, but we create a safe space with someone. What do I mean by that? It's simple. You shouldn't try to force something onto the other person if they don't want it. You shouldn't force someone to feel like they have to be safe around you or you have to f- create this environment so that they can feel safe or advise them to do certain things because that may not feel safe to them and what they might want is completely different from what you think but it's important to recognize that to create a safe space for other people is to understand what they need and go along with them and just being there is probably the best that they can (laughs) that you can do for them that you you don't have to try and solve their issues or force them into seeking help. It's difficult to understand other people's emotions all the time. And sometimes it's difficult to understand our own. But it's great if people respect and understand the issues we're going through and allow us to kind of get the help that we feel is acceptable for us. Coming back to the whole podcast thing, I want this place to be a safe space for you and me. because I want people to feel their emotions and not feel scared of them. And, you know, to hear these emotions, I feel, hey, these emotions are actually valid. They're actually real. And other people are going through it. I don't feel alone. I want a place where people don't feel difficult to confide in without being judged, without being attacked for what you're going through. So, you know, I hope this place is one where we can understand our mental health better and also allow ourselves to be with these emotions as well, being vulnerable with them. Trust me, it's really difficult. And I'm still going through that process, but we're in this together. So let's continue being through this together, okay? And with that, you know, as we talk about safe spaces, I hope that you have your own safe space. If you don't, maybe I'll leave you with a little bit of homework. Think what kind of safe space you can create. What's something that you feel comfortable doing? A place where an environment where you can feel comfortable, safe, and respected. You know, write that down, list it, and maybe perhaps rank them, list them out. See which is a good safe space. And then consider that in mind if you ever 
feel stressed. It's good to have these safe spaces as like a backup plan. And if you do already have a safe place, a safe space, then perhaps evaluate, you know, what part of it makes you feel comfortable. And maybe consider evaluate, are these still safe spaces? And are there any boundaries? Are there any things that you should put in place, etc. With that, we've come to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for joining in. It is a <laughs> interesting episode to start with, with safe space. But you know, safe space is good. If you wish to contribute and be a part of this great journey, you can write in to kanji10.10 at gmail.com. And with that, thank you all for joining in. I really appreciate it. Stay safe wherever you are. This is Ganesh, signing off. Thank you.